This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. Our town is a well-oiled machine. Every element of civic life is designed to promote prosperity, efficiency, and happiness in all policies, in concordance with the immortal will of our directors. For example, our people mover system is clean, swift, and above all, always on time. Finally! But this morning, Dr. Caligari appears to be late. Thank you for riding Heartlife's People Mover. You have pressed the Contact Your Conductor button. Did you push it by mistake? If not, press again. Yes, I want to contact my conductor. This is the conductor. You imbeciles skipped my stop. What? This is the Uptown J-Deck train, isn't it? Yeah, You skipped my stop! The train went by, not a care in the world. I'm hollering and screaming. Three J-trains went by before I gave up and ran to the next stop at Gary Circle to catch this one. This train made all scheduled stops. Five years. For five years, the Uptown J stopped right by me, near the tunnel with the mole nursery and the algae bar plant. Ringing any bells? Uh, oh, ma'am, that was never a stop. Of course it was. No, ma'am. That's just where the old trains used to lose power. With Dr. Caligari's new smart fusion technology, the trains have the power. I'm Dr. Caligari! Uh-huh. Thank you for choosing people, Mover. Have a nice day. Ugh, I'm going to be late. You there. Farmer type. In the hat. Me? Yes, you. Is this train an express to the elevator? No, it's a local. We'll see about that. Where is that panel? Ha. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Of course you wouldn't. You're not me. They wouldn't do that. Now it's an express. Policy, please do not tamper with the people mover computer systems. This is your first warning. You must be joking. They disabled those terminals because people was abusing them too much. What is with today? Guess you'll just have to sit through the local with all us farmer types. I can't. I'll be late for a meeting in the tower. Don't you know what happens to a policy if she's late to a meeting? Oh, I understand. I'm just fresh out of give a damn. 
this city. Checking her watch every 30 seconds, Dr. Caligari waits out the rest of her ride to the tower elevators at J-Deck Central. She finds she is unable to stop tapping her foot. When the people mover stops at last, Dr. Caligari races out of the train and sprints for the elevators. Excuse me. Pardon me. Out of my way. Hey, lady, there's a line. I know. I'm sorry. I need to be at the front of it. Ow! My foot. Is this an express? Oh, again with the express? Yes. Oh, thank the founders. Policy. Please do not lean against the doors. Failure to comply will be met with Ambridge. Yikes! Dr. Emily Caligari gazes out the window at an enormous statue of Neil Henderson. A statue that rises ten stories and crackles with electricity. The fusion reactor that he died for now animates his image, fountaining electricity from his eyes and shovel. The elevator passes through Neil Henderson's baleful gaze, a shimmering arc of blue and white sparks bathing Dr. Caligari in the essence of loyalty, perseverance, and grit. Come on, come on, faster! Socks, artificial dentition, artificial ocular prostheses. May I keep my glasses on? Artificial ocular prostheses. But I can't see without my... Fine, just... Through guards, checkpoints, retinal scans, and pat-downs, Dr. Caligari clenches her teeth as the hour hand creeps toward... and then past 9 a.m. When at last she reaches the 30th floor of the Heart Life Tower, she is more than five minutes late. A trickle of cold sweat snakes down the back of her neck, but she banishes the fear. She is in control. She is utterly... Nope. Nope, nope, nope. What are you doing in the tower, West? Waiting for you, of course. I thought it would be better if we presented a unified front, don't you think? (sighs) It's nice to see you. It's been a while since Spaghetti Wednesday. It's been six days since Spaghetti Wednesday. It's called Not Eating With You Tuesday. A dumb day. I don't have time to waste, West. If you'll excuse me, I have a very important... Yes, so have I. Come now, Emily. Let's not keep them waiting any further. What? I have a meeting with Charles Wynne. 9 a.m. Tower Resource Annex 312. But so do I. Yes, twinsies! West, if you screw this up for me, I will feed you to that stupid meat wall of yours. Oh, it's not stupid at all. I've been teaching it Spanish. Fine. Look. I've heard things about this Win character. You'd better let me lead or he'll have us both defenestrated. His office doesn't face the outside, but I'm sure he'll come up with some other delightful way to kill us both. Don't you ever worry about anything? I worry about you. There you are. Come on in. I'm Charles Wynn with Heart Life Ways and Means. But don't hold that against me. <laughs> uh, you must be Dr. Caligari. I am. I apologize for my tardiness, sir. Think nothing of it. What's five minutes? <sighs> Excellent work on putting that reactor together, Dr. Caligari. You did an impossible job under tough circumstances, and I wanted you to know that the directors hold you in the highest esteem. I... 
They do? Sure do. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, that pleases me. And you must be Dr. West. Call me Herbert. <laughs> uh, call me Charlie. Charmed! See, Emily, this guy gets it. We're very interested in you, too, Herbert. You show an obvious capacity for genius. <laughs> well... You just want a little management. We haven't forgotten about the, uh, Woken debacle. <laughs> Wish you would. Well, you may find a way to impress us into forgetting it. Have a seat, you two. Uh, uh, can I get either of you some coffee? Yes, please. No, thank you. So, the reason I've called the two of you here is because I've got a great opportunity. I need strong, innovative minds. Here you are, doctor. I need geniuses who can generate actionable insights on multiple data streams. I need a pair of creative, flexible, uber-motivated brainiac superstars who can think so far outside the box, they see it not just as a box, but as a parallel of pipette. I need your blue sky perspectives and hyper-ethical workflow outcomes. I need your passion, your wisdom, your synergy, and your signatures. Sign here. I don't know what I'm signing up for, Charlie. But I don't care. What did I just sign? A non-disclosure agreement. And a plea bargain. A what now? Well, technically, you're under arrest. I told you not to screw this up for me, Wes. Oh, don't worry, Doctor. See, this doesn't affect you in the slightest. Good. Herbert, let's get real. You're a dangerous guy, and don't get me wrong, I like that about you. But this is the best deal I could get you. You help design and fabricate the drill for the big dig. Oh, the exploration mission with that girl? Exactamundo, Herbert. And, and in exchange, you don't have to experience the tender mercies of the judicial system. You work with me, they wipe the slate clean. And, not that I don't want to, but what if I don't work with you? Ah, uh, do you know what a gibbet is? Isn't that the cage where they... Yes, hang you outside. That sounds... Not great, no. If exposure doesn't get you, you die of thirst. Intriguing. Uh, yeah. So I haven't really got a choice, have I? Oh, you've always got a choice. Choose the gibbet, Herbert. I'll come visit you, throw you little snacks. You know what, Charlie? Sign me up for the big D. Great. Welcome aboard. Say, Herbert, do you like exotic fish? <gasps> I don't know. I assume so. Through that door is an aquarium containing over 65 kinds of absolutely marvelous creatures of what we used to call the sea. So 66 kinds? Hey, hey, go on and check them out. I just want a word alone with Dr. C here. Goodbye, Charlie. Hello, fish. Ciao. Dr. Caligari, what I am about to reveal to you is highly confidential. And because of your security clearance level, I think we can dispense with your non-disclosure agreement. Sounds good to me. The mission needs an environmental engineer. Now look, I read your paper on air filtration. Nobody read that paper. Dr. Caligari, I've read every study you've ever authored, including your graduate work with Professor Machina. Now, we'd like you to design the cabin and life support system for the drill. And we're 
kicking around names here. What do you think of the name Geotransport? How about Geoship? Oh, that's way better. Look at you crushing it copywise. You'll have my job next. What's the catch? You keep an eye on that one. <laughs> Emily, come see. This one has spikes. Must I? How different is it from Spaghetti Wednesday? I suppose it... Wait. How do you know about Spaghetti Wednesday? We have ways. And means. Is that a joke? It was supposed to be. It came out creepy. Ooh, sorry. Look, Mr. Wynn, this is a really fascinating project, but there isn't anything you can say that will make me sign on to sharing an office with that lunatic. See? We need him, Caligari. And we need you. I'm sorry, Mr. Wynn. There's a... Plenty more fish in the sea. If West doesn't break all the tanks. Thank you for meeting with me. If you'll excuse me. The Emily P. Caligari Biochemical Research Foundation. Pardon? The Caligari Science Endowment. That's not a thing. It's not a thing now. It could be a thing. I'd like that thing. Well, that's on offer. What else you got? What else you want? A new lab, designed and outfitted by me for my personal use. That's doable. With top-of-the-line security. Um, yeah, I mean... Come to think of it, I've got a whole list of things I'll accept in exchange for working with Herbert West. I don't suppose you have a pen? Let us leave Charlie Wynne and Dr. Caligari to their briefing and travel back down the tower to a very different part of the city, Al's Bar. With power fully restored to the entire city, the grimy booze den keeps its lights on long enough to offer a new service. Breakfast. Jack and Grayson, two former crewmen of the Lightning Rig Stormhawk and traveling companions of the late Neil Henderson, sit at a table, drinking coffee. The lightning rig fleet is grounded, having been made obsolete by the fusion plant. However, the company, in its wisdom, has found new ways to put these versatile, capable policies to work. Where is he? You're so impatient. You know we can't walk that fast. I bet he doesn't even need the crutch now. When did you get so cranky? Gee, Grayson, I don't know. Maybe when I was born. Warm up on your coffee, honey. Yes, please. Hey, is that your number three? Yeah. Hey, Tim, we're over here. Could we get three breakfast specials? You got it. Hiya, Grayson. Howdy, Jack. Howdy. How's your new thing, guy? Yeah, how's your cushy office job? Man, being a power distribution operator is great. I can rest my bum leg, and I get to work with computers, and develop inventories and manage databases. Everything I learned as caravan supply counter is really coming in handy. Sometimes I wish we were back out on the friggin' tundra. Don't say that, Jack. Look at all the comforts of home. Warmth, fresh coffee. Free breakfast special. Thank you. And all the algae you can eat. That still doesn't change the fact that we're floaters. Did you know that's what they call us in the fields, Tim? Does it say that on your readouts? No. I spent eight hours yesterday shoveling crap and parceling it off to the incinerators in Wastefield 22. But Grayson tells me he spent all day in 22 shoveling it up and sending it back to me. Keeps you fit at least. When we were out there in the wilderness, we had a purpose. But now the company hasn't got a purpose for us. Would you keep your voice down? You want us to get arrested? I wish Neil Henderson were still around. Jack, you didn't even like him. So? Eat your algae. 
A thing about Neil Henderson. He might have been an idiot, right? But he gave us something to do. He gave us a goal to aim for. Now we're just shoveling feces in an aimless cycle till they don't need us anymore. Send us to float somewhere else. It's better than being out there with the... With the wolves. I don't feel like I don't have a purpose. Belief for you. You've got a real job. They took the rigs out of the sky, and that's all I knew how to do. Best I'll rate for the rest of my days is temp work or drudging. You want to distribute a little power this way, Timmy? Don't call me Timmy. Come on, guys. You'll get better work placements soon. If the company remembers we exist. Heart Life always remembers policy. The company has your best interests at heart to keep you happy, productive, and strong. After all, we are all members of the Heart Life family, and that means that you and I are in this together, aren't we? Of course we are. And who could forget the most lovable, untouchable members of our little family, the moles. Sandy and Clay, those adorable little critters, are carving out a space for themselves in a part of the tunnels long abandoned by human beings. A new apartment for the happy couple. Do you think this used to be a road? What makes you say that? I keep finding these great big rocks. They look like cobblestones, but they've got dates on them. Why do they call them cobblestones? Do you think they come on a cob? Like corn? Sandy, don't talk about that stuff. You want us to get arrested? Oh, don't be such a grub, Clay. Street Safe has better things to do than arrest a mole for trying corn. Oh, really? I bet that's street safe now. This is goodbye, Sandy. I have always like liked you. Mole passing? Lomi? Lomi? You're such a dope, Clay. Come on in, Lomi. Hello, Sandy. Hello, Clay. Hi, Hi Lomi. Lomi. Congratulations on moving in together. Central Dispatch sent me over here with a... Hold on. housewarming package for the two of you. Quite nice are that. This stuffed worm pillow. A cookbook. A bit of string. Oh, oh, and this form. In case you wanted to place an announcement in the Daily Borough. You're still running the borough? Oh, certainly. Press on, regardless. That's the loamy way. How's your... You know, your injury... Yes! Just a missing limb! I got three more after all! <laughs> yes. You sure do, Lomi. Well, I should be off, shouldn't I? Lots of work to do, you understand. Tunnels to fix, patch up, smooth coffee to make for the humans and all that. Mustache! Thanks for all the gifts, Lomi. Anytime. suppose you could get the door. Of course. Tar very much, Clay. Oh, that poor dear. How is she holding together? If I only had one digging arm, I don't know what I'd do with myself. I don't know either. But it's good the dispatch is keeping her busy. That was really sweet of them. 
We should write a note. Sandy, Dispatch doesn't send out housewarming gifts. They never have. Lomi hasn't worked in weeks. Those were... Those were Lomi's things. But why would Lomi give them away? I mean... This is a really nice hard hat. Well, the world is cruel, Starnose. Oh, those wacky little moles. They are adorable, aren't they? Remember, dear listeners, never touch or speak to a mole unless it is an emergency. Under no circumstances are you to ever accept reading materials from a mole under penalty of termination. Anyway, down in Old Tunnel, the Dr. Montgomery Morrow Museum and Memorial House buzzes with activity as Andrew Snidge helps Elizabeth Rock go through a very important document. Okay, Andrew, read me the next one. Okay, this is the last page. Policing, in your opinion, are all sentient species equal? That's a tough one. Are moles sentient? Of course. But does Heartlife want me to think that moles are sentient? I guess not. But the way Lomi cried when she woke up from her surgery... So I'm putting you down for a yes. No! They'll jack up my identity variant score for an answer like that. They'll probably give me a flamethrower and make me fight mold in the dead zone tunnels. That sounds awesome! It isn't. Put down no. But that's wrong. It's heart life. Every answer is wrong. Read me the next one. (sighs) Policy, do you prefer science or magic? The hell kind of question is that? I don't know. I'm just the proctor. Well, policies aren't supposed to have a non-professional interest in science, and there's no such thing as magic. I don't understand why you're even taking this personality test if you're going to try and game every question. Leave that question blank. Neither. Ask me another. Policy, do you like your family? Oh, come on! This one's a gimme! Everyone in my family is dead, Andrew. Dead or crazy. So is mine. You don't hear me complaining. You've got a family of choice, and you like us, I hope. You're right. It's a gimme. Put down yes. Okay, that's all of them. Now we just feed this into a terminal and all... Wait, 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 wait. What? I can't put your name on this. Andrew. They'll never accept a test from an Elizabeth Rourke with your policy number. According to the company, you don't exist anymore. So give them a made-up policy number. It doesn't work that way. Ugh. Well, uh, we'll figure this out later. I'm going to go put a body on. That spider thing is never going to stop being creepy. I know, I know. With a hole in her chest, and that's how we first met. Hola, scientificos brillantes. Hola, moro de la carne. Welcome back, Dr. West. Hello, Dr. Caligari. Snidge. Hello, Andrew, my boy. How did your meeting go? We're getting the band back together, Andrew. Oh, boy. Say hello to the chief structural engineer and chief environmental control systems engineer for Heartlife's latest but certainly greatest public works project. Oh, hello. Where are they? He means the two of us, you dolt. Oh, congratulations. That's not all, Andrew. Nope. You shall be my assistant. Engineer First Class Andrew Snidge. Wow! What what are we building exactly? Oh, it's so terribly exciting. Hello, Herbert. Emily. Ah, and here's the reason I came down here. Hello, Elizabeth. 
I like this model. Oh, thank you. This is the sporty one. Now, a little bird told me you were looking to rejoin the workforce. And as we know, Elizabeth Rourke is officially dead to the company. Right. But this Elizabeth, sporty Elizabeth, I mean, isn't. So I did a little hacking and got you a new identity. Take this. Emily, that's... that's so sweet of you. A brand new identity? I could be anyone now. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I should go. No! Stay for dinner! It's Taco Tuesday! mucho caliente! Muy caliente, muero de la carne. Lo siento, A brand new me. Andrew, drum roll, please. Policy. Enclosed are your replacement identification documents. We apologize for the error. Please contact us if you have any problems. Ms. Elizabeth Snidge. What? Hooray! We're not a family of choice anymore. I, uh, I assumed that your new identity should reflect your present situation. And, you know, Andrew's an orphan and everything. I don't know what to say. Uh, thank you. Yes, thank yous are in order. Elizabeth, does this mean that you're officially my mother now? You know, I'll just see myself out. I didn't really think this through. No, Emily, please stay for dinner. We've got lots to talk about. I bet. It'll be nice to have a normal around. And you'll love Herbert's queso fundido. I make it with hatch chilies. And look, they're just about ready to hatch. You... you think I'm normal? There is hope yet, Policy. If you feel downtrodden, bedraggled, or without purpose, report to your shift supervisor. Tell him or her, work is hard, yes, but it should also be fulfilling and satisfying. There is a place for every cog, every gear, every flywheel in the machine that is our fair city. There is time yet for a new beginning, as there is a new beginning for Elizabeth uh, Snidge, as there is a new beginning for Sandy and Clay, as there is for all of us, for you and me, a chance to start over. Wipe the slate, bury the hatchet, lay down your arms, Forget old grievances and find out what happens next as the story of our fair city continues. Oh, uh, oh wait, there, there seems to be a little something else here. Operator, it's Wynn. Put me through to the senior assistant to the board of direct... He knew I'd be calling. Uh, yes, I can hold. Mr. Administrator, may I say what a pleasure... Yes, yes, sir. Yes, I've gotten them to sign on, yes. Uh, When we have design specifications, I will send them to... Yes, of course. Uh, What? How will it be destroyed? I mean, we're aiming for spectacle, probably an explosion. Uh, no, sir, I mean, it's a little too early to say. I'm, I'm sure the engineering department can find a way. Yes, it is a shame. 
Mm-hmm, yeah, that Wilkins character seems like such a nice girl. Ciao. There is a place and a purpose for every policy in hot life. And sometimes that purpose is to die. For the greater good, naturally. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.